Okay, it is the... Uh, I, I can't remember what we're calling these now, but I think it's in the car. What's it called? In the van. In, uh, well, it's well, a car ride right home, now. but we're, we're... Oh, that's right. We're not going home. We're not at all going home. We're about... We're not quite six hours from New Orleans right now. We've had a disappointing day of rental car tic-tac-toe. Disappointing is an underwhelming statement. Thanks, However, Enterprise. However, we do have um, a 15-passenger van, a 12-passenger van headed towards New Orleans. We finally got here. We got Matt secured. He's on the top of the van. What's going on, guys, from uh, the top of the van here? Okay. Uh, all right, so six hours. We've already had uh, too much too much delay, so we're not going to delay talking about this anymore. So Georgia and LSU on Friday or on Saturday, we've got the party for Dog Post uh, Friday night. Let's go. And uh, I don't know. What's next here? We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about other things, I'm sure. I mean, you want to you jump into the game real quick? I mean, it's yeah, I mean, obviously I mean, that's the biggest point. Georgia Literally. biggest game of the year so far. Best opponent that they're going to see so far. I'm expecting kind of a 24-20 battle. I think points are going to be hard to come by for both teams. I mean, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I have a feeling it's not going to be the, the sexiest game alive, especially offensively. Um, it's just going to be, I mean, like just kind of like Kirby's been saying, it's just going to be a real gritty game. I mean, that's just kind of how it's going to end up. That's how LSU is, and that's how I think Georgia's going to play this game. Two physical teams. Two very physical teams. I, I mean, you know, Coach O. Think, yeah. You know, Coach O wants to be physical on that offensive side of the ball. That's not bad. Try to work that in as fast as possible. Uh, I don't think LSU is, is as skilled as Georgia, generally speaking. You just go down the list. The running backs at Georgia, I think, are better. The quarterback is, I think, unquestionably better. The, the big guys, maybe that's a little more of a. a a fight there, which is always a problem when you have that. And Georgia Dillon, you can speak to this, is down a few defensive linemen right now. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be killer. Um, David Marshall's out. Yeah, it, we think so. It, well, he's definitely not playing. Kirby said he wasn't playing this weekend. It seems like he's going to be out for an extended period of time, though, with a foot injury. That's um, a big lie. He, I thought he played really well the, at least the well. past two weeks. Yeah. So, so you've got Tyler Clark, Julian Rochester, Jay Hayes, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis has played better. Michael Barnett, Barnett in there. Who um, else? Devontae Wyatt, if he's, if healthy. he's healthy. Malik Herring might get more playing time. Yeah. Hey, Kirby mentioned him specifically as a guy who would get more playing time. Well, and then let I can't believe Led. I forgot let better. So that, that's eight guys. You go into a game with eight defensive linemen. We probably forgot somebody else along the way, but that's not ideal compared to what they usually have, which is probably about 11. Uh, and that they rotate, too. Yeah. They're going to have to rotate a lot. I mean, LSU is going to run the ball and try to establish the run early against Georgia. I mean, that's going to be how Georgia gets off to a good start. They've got to stop the run. So those guys up front are definitely going to have to play well. I think the problem, if you're LSU, having watched LSU now three times, is that Whereas against sort of Miami, um, Miami made mistakes, and Miami didn't have the physical bodies necessarily in their, on their lines and their front, Georgia does have that against Florida. Florida can match up physically with almost everyone, including LSU. You know, Auburn's not looking like they're as great as they once were. I think for LSU, they may be able to play with Georgia physically. I don't know if they can play with them when you when – you, 
get outside the tackles, uh, it's going to be a tough game for LSU. And Georgia has shown that they will not play this game in a phone booth if they don't have to. They will spread it out. Yeah. And they've got the weapons, too. We haven't seen much of Demetrius Robertson. Does he get a little wrinkle in this offense? you got to get Miko the ball. He's faster than everyone on the field. And well, what I mean by any- getting it outside of the tackles is – Run outside the tackles, throw it into the flats to yeah. Swift and Arian. Quick RPOs. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem LSU is going to have to deal with. There's a lot of problems here for LSU. The number one thing is they do, they're playing at Tiger Stadium, at home in Death Valley. That's going to matter. They have physical bodies. They have one loss, and they're backed into a corner. But the truth of the matter is, this isn't about luck. This isn't about anything other than... You've got to defeat the person in front of you every single time you snap the ball. Georgia's got better special teams, players. It's it's There's a reason why LSU is a 7.5-point dog, and I think they should probably be a little bit more. I think Georgia will take care of this game in the late third quarter, middle third quarter. LSU got absolutely bullied uh, by Florida's defensive line last week, and Joe Burrow had a terrible game. And the, ga- the Gators ran all over LSU. Yeah. I think they had 200-something yards. Well, what does that mean when Georgia starts running against them? That's what I'd be worried about if I were LSU. Well, they just came out. Georgia has with the number one offensive line production-wise. They come out that this the week. The pro football focus thing. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, obviously Georgia's one of the best offensive lines in the country. They should be able to push LSU's defense around a little bit. I mean... And if, if you're... if you're Okay, so, it's ever since Nick got to LSU... And I saw a couple of stories this week about how one story was that 2003 was the arrival of Nick Saban at LSU, which I think is actually true. I mean, I was there that day when uh, LSU won the game, the last minute of the, uh, of the game. It was a, just a total physical fight. Um, when was the last time LSU won a game where they were not the more physical team? So, see, that's, I think, the problem that they're running into here against Florida, Georgia, Alabama, to some degree, maybe someone else down the line, maybe Texas A&M, although I doubt it. Auburn is not more physical than LSU. Auburn is going to have a real problem when they come to Athens. I I am really starting to think that the toughest game is either going to be in Jacksonville or in Commonwealth Stadium. I think those two games... This is a fight against LSU for sure. Well, this is the but, schedule. Well, this is the time where Georgia needs to be clicking. I mean, they're six games into yeah. this. They need to really be starting to hit their stride, hit on all cylinders, and really start to gel. Because uh, again, this is the meat of the schedule well, right here. The thing, you better play your best. Well, what what would you two say is the thing that has surprised you or caught your attention more than anything else this season so far? And we're at the halfway point here. Unfortunately, we're not at the halfway point of this drive. I was expecting a big letdown in the run game with all the talent loss last year. So Brad is sort of a casual SEC follower, and uh, when we were at G-Day, he felt like, oh, well, they don't quite look the same. And they don't. I don't think they do. But the production has been basically the same. They've not had any 300-yard games yet. I was surprised with how well Holyfield did. I thought he was going to be good, yeah. but I mean, I thought I think he's looked really, really yeah, I, good. I think they really missed Zamir. I think if you would have uh, really missed, is probably a hard, is probably aggressive. But if you had Zamir, you would have even more depth. Yeah. And when they add Zamir and John Emery next year, you're adding arguably two five-star guys, different 
running backs, but they're both extremely good. John Emery is going to be difficult to deal with for people. This is a really good offense, and they've shown that. They put up a lot of they points. Should, should be better next year. But, yeah, they should be better ne- next year, but they don't have the explosive plays that they did last year. There would be a few explosive plays. And well, they're, they're they're here and there. They've got okay. a few 50-yard plays. I, yeah, I but, think they're starting to find yeah. that. You saw that against Vanderbilt. But the touchdown yeah. of Terry Godwin, I How feel like. How about the touchdown in Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's been – it's, it's maybe there. been more explosive than you realize, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Not a lot of explosive run plays. Right, it, especially compared to last year. But obviously, Nick and Sony are two of the, the program's best of all time. So you're, you're going to take a small step back there. But um, it, it, at linebacker, obviously, they dropped off. They're definitely missing Roquan Smith. They played adequate. But, yeah, the, there's plays that you know Roquan would have stopped maybe for – See, I think I think these next two games, if you are Georgia and you win them both, these are the most difficult. This this three game stretch here is the most difficult of the season. I just wonder if after if they can get through Kentucky without a loss, even though Auburn's sitting right there, um, it will look. It really will look like it's just Georgia and Alabama. They've been sizing one another up the entire year. Everybody will compare results, Georgia, LSU, Tennessee, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, uh, Auburn versus both of those teams, uh, and whoever else, you know, Bama played, Missouri. So there's a lot of crossover with those teams this year. But uh, I, I think it will look like they're circling one another like it has been the entire year. They basically have been number one and number two the entire year. You know, Georgia is more likely to lose than Alabama, I think, for sure. We've yeah. not seen Alabama play a bad game yet. I don't think we've seen Georgia play a bad game. But we've seen games where Georgia's not been completely dominant for 60 minutes. I don't know if we can say that about Alabama. They did not look good at times against uh, Arkansas in the second half. I thought that was – How many points did they give up to Arkansas? 30. Yeah, that's, not, that's, that's just not going to happen. That's actually pretty bad. That is really bad, I think. Arkansas is really bad. They are, they are tremendously bad. And, you know – Familiarity helps you score points and so forth, but I, I just it you know if you take a loss at LSU, you will still get to Atlanta if that's your only loss. I think if you take a loss in Lexington, you still will get to Atlanta. If you take a loss in Jacksonville, you're not going to get to Atlanta. I think the, 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 the if if Florida beats Georgia, they will figure out how to win the rest of their games, and they still have to deal with Missouri. They still have to deal with South Carolina, but that's a huge uh, if. Though. I mean, I just don't think that if if is Florida State going to get any better? No, Can they give them a run. You don't know. No, and it wouldn't matter as far as getting to Atlanta. But no, that's that's right. This, this right. is a this is a three game stretch in four days where it does matter how Georgia plays. Excuse me, where it matters much less about how Georgia plays versus if they win. And if I were, I do not bet on sports because I'm smart. But if I did, I would say that they are more likely to win than lose all those games. I mean, if you look at the betting degenerates on dog posts, they, they of which we have a few, um, it's it's looking like uh, Georgia will be a double-digit favorite the, the rest of the way until they until they get to Atlanta. What's the toughest game right now that you think they'll have? Is it Kentucky? Is it LSU? I think it's Florida or Florida. Yeah, over and, LSU. I I, I, I just I, too many too many football people I know and talk to. Just don't buy that LSU can stick with Georgia. I don't know that Florida can, 
but they'll at least they'll be hyped up for that yeah, game because I mean, Georgia, Florida. Yeah, exactly. and, that, and that gives you a little extra push. This will be the best atmosphere oh, around yeah, that no game in, in years. That's it's the Georgia, Florida. You talking yeah, about? Yeah. Well, the Gators could be a top ten team in theory if things fall their way. Who do they play? They play Saturday? Vanderbilt. They will be. They, they will be then sloppy, and then they're Vanderbilt. off. They will. Right, they're off. Yeah. They won't be a top ten team, but they could be a top ten team if you get what I'm saying. Like I don't know. Like they, I don't think they are a top ten team, quality team, but they could get there. Well, you can't. You can't ignore. That Georgia will be something like a 12-point favorite against Florida when they arrive. Win or lose, I think, against Louisiana State, they will be a double-digit favorite. I don't know if they'll be a 12-point favorite. But they will arrive in that game with all, uh, with everything on the table. And then we will see if Florida really believes in itself or, or if they have uh, lost to the best team they've played, which is Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's a good team. Real quick, a little off-topic. We can jump right back on that the the tiger at LSU is that is that on the field? Is that a real oh, tiger? Yeah. Cannot wait for you to see this. This is a real thing. People who are listening, they don't they don't know the tiger really smells pretty bad, um, and uh, you can't miss it if you're an opposing player because they put it right in front of your where you walk out for the uh, to the field. That's so it's awesome. it's, it's outside the it. stadium. No, it's inside the stadium. It's where you walk onto the field. So, like at Georgia, where those gates are, yeah. it's the same situation at all. That, that's pretty cool. Do they allow pictures with it? Well, if you want to get in the cage, I can probably arrange that. But I don't know if their their athletic director would let you get in there. Oh, Matt, Matt, you'll take on a tiger. Well, I think aren't they trying to get rid of him though? So this might be one of the only. Times I don't the know. There. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. He's had health issues. Um, I think. Well, Luggett has a health issue every year, and they just bring another one in there. So there will be another Tiger, right? I mean, it's a well, – Bulldogs are a little bit different than Tiger. What are you talking about? Every t- two okay. years there's okay. a new Luggett. So every time I drive to Athens from Austin, there's a gas station in Louisiana that has its own Tiger. So they can just go get that Tiger. It will be in a better place at LSU than it will at a, a damn gas station. Have you seen the whole thing? Though? LSU really takes care of Mike the Tag Tiger. Oh, I'm it's sure. It's not like some thing. No, they, no, I'm sure. They really, like, care for it and, like, you know. These, all, all live mascots. They do. They get taken care of. And you know who takes care of their mascot better than anybody are the Aggies. They really do. That little... Oh, it's a it's beautiful. A dog. It's, it's a, a dog. It's not it's a, a beautiful, beautiful animal. Of it's a beautiful me? animal, and like if it gets on the bed, you got to get off the bed. It's got its whole like the whole deal. It's so lame. It's it's really awesome. It's, it's worse than. It's smoking. really not awesome. It's it's really you know, the not that worst, awesome. The worst. Look, the worst. Dude, the, now stop, stop. You know what? The I know worst where you're going. going. I'm going. I know where you're going. Anything that is allowed to poop that much on a field should not be out there. Like and and you know what I'm talking about. Bevo. Bevo is. So cool is if they treat him like a champion. You know, they have a twenty. You know what I'd like to see? They have a twenty-four hour feed where you can just watch Bevo. Yeah. He usually does nothing. Yeah. Well, what I would like are twenty-four ounce steaks from Bevo. How about that? Oh, Bevo looks. Dude, that's just uh, kind of messed up. How about Ralph? When Ralph came down, Ralphie, yeah, Ralphie, nine running across. That was frightening. David Ching came out there, and I think he almost. David Ching is a. A re- well, former former, former reporter, yeah, all over the place. ESPN, for, uh, uh, Forbes. But anyway, uh, Chingy, Chingy got down there. Josh Kennel was down there. Chingy, me, Carter. Everybody went down there because Colorado brought Ralphie cross country. 
that just was a, that just was a big deal. Just to run on the field at Sanford Stadium. That's pretty cool. A game that and, Georgia barely won. Oh Joe Cox to so, Marcos Milner at yeah. the end for the win. That was an ugly game. That was horrible. That was a horribly played game by everyone. Uh, Bevo made it. He kind of stole the show. It was, it was Ralphie. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get Ralphie. He, so Ralphie was going to do it. You basically, Ralphie was going to run onto the field when the Buffs came in, and he was going to run off right into his cage. Only problem was that the Redcoats were lined up along the sideline, and Ralphie really runs fast. Like, Ralphie was out and in within 40 seconds. It was quick. It was a live buffalo on the field. Anyway, it nearly, I mean, not nearly, but it came close enough to the Redcoats where he could have totally taken them out if he goes one or two, you know, like five feet to the side. A couple steps for him. Uh, and he, they just piled him into the back of the cargo van or truck or whatever it was. Drove all the way they there. drove back immediately before they even kicked off. It was amazing. Wow. He was in and out. Now he smelled bad too. That was disgusting. I, I can imagine. But I'm looking forward to seeing Mike the Tiger, however old he is, no matter how bad. How, how, how many? Up. How many Georgia fans are actually going to come to this thing? Because I, someone posted on the message board earlier today that there were the whole flight from Atlanta to New Orleans was Georgia people. It's Thursday. I think these Georgia fans really get into it. After last year, going yeah. to Notre Dame, going to the Rose Bowl, they really proved that. They, I mean, Georgia fans are quite possibly the best fans in the country just by what they might did be, last year. They so, might be the, the most income, travel yeah, income exactly. ability travel. to spend. So I'm expecting some there. I don't. It's not going to be like at Notre Dame or at Georgia Tech or at Vanderbilt last year where it was almost 50-50 at all those games. Yeah, there should be a good amount there. If, if the crowd has a good 10,000 Georgia fans, that's a lot. Because this game is not not at all close to Athens. I mean, at South Carolina, they had a lot of people, but I don't think it was 10,000. I don't know. These, oh, these old Georgia fans have money. Uh, yeah, the, the owner at Chick-fil-A, he's going to make his way down there. Well, they never play LSU. Yeah, yeah right. that's, that's right. the People want to go to this They want to go to this game. It's a bucket list game for them. Now, I know LSU plays their best. Is it... That much of a difference playing them at three thirty than seven o'clock at three well, and a half George, hour difference. Georgia has only played there a, a few times lately, and they have been in the afternoon. So it's hard. It, it's, they lost in 03. They won in 08. Right, and in in nineteen. And so the nineteen ninety eight game was a game that I had the ability to go to, but I chose not to because it was homecoming at Coker, and there were a lot of people coming back, etc. So. Uh, I did not go. Was that the Will Witherspoon knocks? That was 1999. 99, okay. But in 1998, my uh, my lead professor at Coker went to LSU. And so he told me, I said, well, you know, I don't think we're going to go. And he said, this is the only time I really said, they said, you are absolutely stupid. You should go to that game. It's a night game at Tiger Stadium. He said, you're missing out. Well, he was right. And uh, he, he we, we did not go. Uh, mainly because driving from basically the Atlantic Ocean to New Orleans is not an easy thing to do. And when you're in college, uh, you know. But anyway, we watched, sat there and watched, and Quincy Carter played unbelievable. He played unbelievable. Champ Bailey played unbelievable. LSU played well. It was back and forth. I mean, uh, Georgia got a lead, then LSU answered. Georgia got a lead, LSU answered. Georgia got a lead, LSU answered. Georgia got a lead, LSU kicked a field goal. LSU kicked a field goal. LSU lost. So it, it, that's what happened. 
And uh, I was talking to Mark Weiser, who covers Georgia for the Banner Herald in Athens earlier this week. And he said, I didn't realize that that game was such a big deal. And I said, well, it was a big deal. And then Tennessee actually absolutely kicked the shit out of Georgia seven days later, and the, and the season was over. They beat, they beat when, Georgia back. When LSU comes to town, it seems like two of those games have been the, the, the loudest in San Francisco history in 04 yeah. and in 13. So this is always a big game for both sides. It's always a tough, Man. hard game for both sides. They played in the conference championship more than anybody else Georgia's played. Georgia's played in it six times. They played three times against LSU, twice against Alabama, once against Arkansas. So, well, seven times, and then Auburn. Yeah. So I'm losing track. But uh, their traditional opponent in the uh, championship game has been LSU. If, if Florida, Alabama is the number one most uh, most seen championship games uh, setup, Georgia LSU is not so far behind uh, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, that 05 game was pretty crazy. I was at that was Mark. That was Mark's best coaching job. I was up in Philadelphia. I actually went to the Army Navy football game up there, which was a, a bucket list thing, and uh, we watched Georgia LSU that SEC championship game from the airport. Got to see both those long touch-up passes to Sean Bailey. Yeah. Jumped on the, the plane, a happy dude, and uh, Georgia won they, that one. And they time. won by the time you got on the plane? No, it was at halftime when we took off. So they were up 20 yeah. to 3 or yeah. something? Yeah, so they were in a good spot that I got to see. The yeah, so LSU, years gone by. So LSU and Georgia are about as similar in the league as possible. Alabama is, in history of the world, is clearly the number one SEC school. And then you've got a second tier, which is Georgia, Tennessee, LSU. They have, through the years, had a lot of SEC championships. Georgia and Tennessee have 13 each. LSU has 11. And LSU is one of the few schools, I think one of the only two schools in the league, who has a winning record against Georgia all time. They just so very rarely play. They only played twice in the 80s, in uh, 87, 88. And then in the 90s, they played in 1990 and 1991. They split those games. And then, uh, obviously, uh, 97, 90, excuse me, 98, 99. 99 game, whenever LSU came to town, something bizarre would happen. So before the night before the Georgia LSU game in, 2000, in 1999, uh, two weeks before that, the offensive line coach at Georgia had died. And the team decided to wear white pants uh, against LSU uh, like they had the week before against Central Florida. And uh, what happened there was we got out to a lead, but LSU kind of wouldn't go away, and they were not good. This was not a good LSU team. And uh, the night before the game, a couple of fans broke into Sanford Stadium, which if you know Sanford like I do, it's not that hard to do that. But if you're just a normal fan, you know, you're really pushing it. They broke in and did donuts on the field. So the rest of the season, you could see the, the marks where a car had been. I think they got a car in there, or a golf cart, but it looked like a car. So 12 o'clock game, Georgia establishes a lead. LSU comes back. Uh, Georgia <clears throat> looks like it's closed the game up. I think they have to punt. LSU has to go the, the length of the field. They do wasn't the length of the field, but they threw a, like a 36-yarder to, to tie the game, to get within a point of a tie. It's John David Booty, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> LSU decides to go for two. 
they're not gonna kick. They're not gonna kick it and go to the go to overtime. And this, this is probably when people at Georgia should have known that Jim Donovan was not going to work out. Was that particular game because that was a bad LSU team. They had beaten a bad South Carolina team, twenty-four to nine, in Athens. They just weren't good. They would struggled against Central Florida the week before. LSU decides to go for it. Georgia calls timeout. LSU still decides to go for it. <clears throat> Trick play. They run everybody to the right. Will Witherspoon, who had a long career in the NFL with the Panthers and yeah. other people, whoever it was, Hell of a the guy was wide yeah. open for LSU. And John David Booty sort of underthrew the ball a little bit, and Will Witherspoon barely touched he got, he got it. got a finger on it. And, and Georgia won. And the stadium erupted, for sure. Do you remember? Tell me about your 2013 uh, Georgia LSU in Athens. Uh, the, uh, I was at the 04 game. 04 and 13 were both nuts. 04, LSU had just won the national championship in 03. Uh, Georgia's got a great team. Not as good as Auburn that year, but, I mean, David Green, David Pollock was their senior year. Uh, Freddie Gibson, Reggie Brown, they had a lot of weapons on that team. And they threw the ball all over the place. David Green had five touchdown passes. Reggie Green, Fred Davis made, I mean, great catches of, on the goal line. One of the I few mean, times Nick Saban's teams have been absolutely blown out. I mean, they got they lost 45-17. to 17. Yeah, They drilled them. And the crowd was going nuts after every big play. That's a game where their stars made all their plays. Thomas Davis made big plays. David Pollock made big plays. Sean Jones. Everyone did their job and looked the part. And uh, early Doucette, five-star recruit, he was a freshman at LSU, took a knee on the one-yard line. Place goes nuts. I mean, everything went Georgia's way. And it was kind of a domino effect all in that first half. Um, And they blew him out. That place was going bonkers. I got to say that, you know, Georgia's blood doesn't get boiling for South Carolina. And it doesn't get boiling for Clemson. I guess to some degree Tennessee it does. But Tennessee's been so not great these last 20 years. I do wonder if they played Alabama every year at home, if they played the Gators every other year at home. Tech, you know, that Tech game is never – it's never wild. It's like everybody's like, I ate too much for Thanksgiving, you know, I just, yeah. I want to go on. The only time it gets people worked up is if Georgia loses, really. Oh, yeah, well, and clearly. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, but like, we're, other than that, it's just like. We're at the point you cannot lose to Georgia yeah. Tech probably ever again. I mean, you can't lose to Georgia Tech. But my, 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 here's my point is that people will go to this game in Baton Rouge, the 10,000, 6,000, how many people will go? And they'll say, ah, oh, man, you know, Georgia fans just suck compared to what LSU, you know, does. The, the reality is you're only seeing LSU when they play Georgia. That's the only time you're watching them. You're not watching them when they're playing UAB or Tulane Troy. or Troy when the stadium is asleep. So it's a little bit disingenuous to make that comparison. I, 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 do, I do not think Sanford Stadium is a scary place to play unless you're LSU or someone like that. I mean, everywhere is tough to play. Yeah. Everywhere is tough to play. I think Sanford Stadium probably should. It, it doesn't get as loud there as other places. I don't know if it's the way the stadium's built or you That's just got too many old people there with great seats just not cheering. You know, there, there could be a lot going on with it. But, you know, they're, they're getting LSU at 3.30. Um, I don't know how big of a difference that is between maybe an 8 o'clock game. Everyone says it's a big difference. They're still going to be loud. It's still going to be a crazy atmosphere. Uh, but defense travels, offensive line, you know, guys in the trenches, those travel. doesn't matter how loud it gets. If so, you can push the guy in front of you backwards, you'll have success. So Dylan and I are the only two in the car who have been to both road games this year. 
was it at, was there ever a time in Missouri where it was kind of bonkers? Um, because it was at the beginning in South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina was pretty, um, pretty loud at the beginning. Missouri, not really. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe before the game. I was in the crowd for a little bit, and a lot of people were like, a lot of Missouri people talking shit to start off with. How's the stadium that big? Oh, it's okay. It's smaller in South Carolina. Something like South Carolina, a little what smaller. About Kentucky, is it? They're they're, they're similar. Missouri similar. and Kentucky are similar. So like Notre Dame, okay. not real big. That place got loud, and it was about 50-50 yeah, from the press. But it got, like 50/50. it got loud when Georgia was yeah, on defense. Was. That was the crazy part. The crazy part, when we were getting our press passes in, in the building whatever, and we, you look outside, and it, everyone was red. Everyone yeah. walking around the stadium had Georgia stuff on. Way more red. I mean, way more. That I, was pretty I, crazy. You know, I wonder how – see, the Rose Bowl didn't seem overwhelmingly loud. I might be wrong, but that had 100,000 people in it. I remember, I it, I remember it being loud. Oh, was it? That, that Tyler Clark sack uh, – to start the second half when Georgia started getting it going. They had like two back-to-back sacks, one with Tyler Clark, one with DeAndre Walker, and that place exploded then. The block you kick. could feel Georgia really getting into it. Yeah, the block well, kick. The block kick won up the game. Yeah, yeah well, that, got that really and Jake loud. Fromm's hold. And yes, you held. Hey, it happens. People hold. But uh, you can't call holding on the court. Oh, that. And that's my point. Oh, yeah. He totally held. Every time hilarious. you'll get away with that. But uh and he's got to, you know, he's got to have a steady game uh, against uh, LSU. I don't know why he wouldn't. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna try and do what they did last week and just get him into a rhythm early on, and so Boy, they can carry if, out through the game. If you could find a way to get DeAndre Swift open out of flats with some he, rim to run, he, he looked much better. He last looked week. real good. He last looked week. much yeah. better. It looked like everyone else was in slow motion watching from the box and just watching everyone on the field, and then him just that ball he swung ease. out. Now see, Jake Fromm needs time. Every quarterback needs time. Jake Fromm needs time to swing that ball into the flats where he hits Swift on the left. There was, there was, I think there might have been one person out there, but it felt like there was no one out there. And DeAndre made one guy miss. Well, yeah, and he was in the end zone. Even if there is one person out there, I'd still trust DeAndre to get past him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's I, not, he's not losing many one-on-one battles in the. Well, they, but the, the one, the, there's, there's, there's a couple places where you deal with the other team has freaks. LSU, Alabama, and I think Florida too. I don't know if Florida's got as many freaks as they used to have, but they don't. But quality opponent and yeah, solid defense, though. They've got some players. But their offense is really yeah. not ideal. Georgia man. needs to come up with another defensive special teams touchdown again to, to really get some momentum this week and against Florida. But uh, and Elijah Holyfield's running really well, too. He's going to have to get more touches. He looks better and better each week to me. What's Kirby said this week about the penalties from last week? Not much. I don't think he really addressed it. He just really addressed it after the game last week. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't have 100 and whatever yards of penalties and win. It's just not going to – it's not effective. It's it's bad football. It was the two guys who you know are going to get some. DeAndre Walker's going to get one every once in a while the way he plays. And Cade Mays is going to get one every so often, Well, okay, you know – How do you stop it with those guys? Well, stop it. You just got to be like, Cade, like, cut the shit. You can't be doing this. They took him out of the game. I don't know. He went back in, but they took him out of that series. DeAndre Walker is a little bit more, like, hard to deal with because some of his just come – he's just trying to make a play. Oh, well – yeah, and I, like I don't, I don't hate that one that he had this past week. No, I, I it thought, was played, no. But can, I mean, he no, pushed the it? guy after the play. That was, yeah, it's like that's a bonehead play right there. Well, he's got to stop it. you got to stop those bonehead plays. But he plays with so much passion. I mean, 
He's, he's a little. I mean, the way he plays, you have, he can't play stop with you have to play with intelligence too. though. Well, the, it's just the way he plays, and what kind of makes him successful in a way is just kind of the, the recklessness. No, he's a crazy, straight, crazy person. I get that, but there's a time when when you need to be where you're supposed to be. You, you got to do yeah. that, and that takes intelligence. And all these guys on this team have the ability to play that way. It also means you control yourself after a play. That, that's that's Cade May's big thing. He, I needs, agree. To, I know. he needs to hold himself. Well, back. Walker's supposed to be one of the leaders on this team. Not only the leader on the defense, he's supposed to be one of the yeah. team leaders. So it really looks bad. If he well, keeps and uh, you know, Ledbetter is a guy who has grown up more than almost anybody has oh, seen. Yeah. Like. Oh, absolutely. And so you know, I see Jonathan talking to guys. Uh, telling them, not really yelling at them, but telling them, you know, no. And sometimes he yells at them too. Like last year after Florida, he totally yelled at the second team or third team. They love each other, right? Isn't that what Kirby says? Just love. Just love. Well, just love. There's Guthrie's. We're we're in Auburn. We could we could have swung by and got Guthrie's. I don't even know what the hell that is. There's some what Guthrie's. Did you see the Did you see the flagpole? That that reminds me. Did you see the flagpole article about the townies and the football fans? I saw it. I didn't read it. Well, it really was depressing for those of us who have been around Athens for longer than, you know, four years. It's sad that so many, you know, sort of music people don't know who the head coach is of the football team. I I, I sort of get that. I don't think there's any. I really have. There is no excuse not to know who Michael Stipe is. That is unacceptable. And I bet my, Matt doesn't know who that is. I'm going to give him a pass because he's from Forsyth County. <laughs> but Michael Stipe is is a world rock and roll star. How can you not know who Michael Stipe is? You don't know who he is either? What? I feel like this is probably an appropriate time to stop this uh, podcast so that I can explain to the youngsters here. Things just went off the deep end. Who R.E.M. is. I know R.E.M. I know R.E.M. He's the lead That's singer. Athens, right? yes. He's the lead singer. Name, oh, yeah, all right, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Name one other band from Athens. The B-52s. Okay. All right. I was going to say them. No, you weren't. Who's, who's, the, who's, the, who's the last one? White's Red Panic. Okay. All right, fine. That's good. I mean, you know, I if love you know, widespread rock lobster. Yeah. If you can't, first of all, I've seen the B-52s in concert. They are a lot of fun. They really are. They're they're really really good. What's your favorite, con- Matt? Have you ever been to a concert? What's your favorite concert, Matt? Ever? Oh, ever? Uh, I went to Rolling Stones. Was really good. What was that? It was at Bobby Dodd Stadium about two and a half, three years ago. Stones are good. Stones uh, are really right, good. How about you, Dylan? Um. Eminem was really good, but uh, honestly, I did not see no, Eminem. I saw Eminem. I saw Eminem. It was a really oh, good show. I would love to see um, that. But no, uh, y'all know who Gary Clark Jr. is? Yeah, I know that name. I saw him play, and like, I didn't really know him that well before, but he shredded on the guitar. It was. Awesome. Hey, Red Hot Chili Peppers were good too. I know y'all don't like the peppers. Uh, well, we like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers are great. They're one of my favorites. I saw them in concert uh, five years ago, and they were fantastic. All right, Bad uh, Bad. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's 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 Raleigh, North Carolina. You saw Wu-Tang and Raleigh? Yes. And uh, I, used, I have a shirt that doesn't fit anymore because I'm fat now, but um, it was a good show. Um, probably my favorite, though, was Rusted Root and Jump Little Children in uh, Maine, 1998. That was a great show. Jump Little Children, if you don't know those guys, you need to go check them out. 
They're my all-time favorite band. You're like an official spokesperson. I, I should be. I have spent thousands of dollars following them around this country when I was younger. Thousands they're, of dollars. They're very good. Very, very good. Check them out. Kiss of Death Leopard was a good one a few years ago. Yeah, that was a good show. That was a good show. So, you saw the guy playing the drums with one arm? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. That's crazy. That's I didn't wild. know about that until the write-up. I probably should have. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Kiss was great though. Those dudes were old, but they were still going full force out there. They're mad props. Can I say that Kiss sucks? Kiss sucks. I don't like, but I would like to see a show by them. Like they're no. they're good performers. No. I want to see Little Kiss. I think <laughs> that'd be a good band to go see. It's a Kiss cover band. Good people. I saw Cheesy at a high school reunion. This girl's loaded, loaded. She got. Uh, Gorilla Zoe and Young Jeezy to come perform at her high school graduation party. She lives on West Paces Ferry across from the Governor's Mansion. Uh, her dad's loaded in real estate. So um, I got to meet Young Jeezy. We did one of those brother hugs there and he gave me one of those heads up nods. It was awesome. What is what is a bro- sure that was what, a, what is a brotherhood? Oh, you give you give you the handshake and then you bring it in and then the tap on the back. Yeah. What they all do and then you, and then you, I love, and then you I love. finish the handshake right there. Um, well, we just, that's awesome. just saying hello and Tucker. Yeah. And he's from Macon. I'm from Macon, so I really feel like we connected there. So, Jeezy? Yeah, me and Jeezy are pretty Macon. much brothers. Yeah, M-Town. You're pretty much brothers? We're pretty I'm much brothers. Pretty much as far from brothers as he gets. What, uh, what was what was higher? That moment or having um, Tom Rinaldi say, hello, Matt, in his <laughs> Tom Rinaldi voice? Probably Jeezy. Tom Rinaldi was really cool about it, though. Or was that at the Rose Bowl? That was no. at, for anyone listening, it's the uh, the, the uh, National Championship Media Days. I went up to Tom Rinaldi and just asked him to say my name, and he did it. He was cool about it, and it was awesome. It was, you know, like kind of heaven into my ears for a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. That is, that is probably the most pathetic thing I've ever heard you say. It was so, it was so, awesome. which is so really unprofessional. Something. Tom's the man. What's your favorite concert, Dean? I don't know. I we we saw a cake at Forty Watt one time. That was really good. And wait, a cake or cake? Cake. cake. Okay, yeah. You don't cake. know cake. No, I know okay. cake. I thought he said a cake, and uh, I was just like, is that different than cake? No. Yeah. So cake. We saw the Killers at the Fox. That was really good. Uh, very loud. Uh, we saw. Uh, I've not seen a lot of different concerts. More than. My, my wife is a big concert nerd, kind of, so I get sucked into it, into her vortex. For instance, she's bought Mumford & Son. I'm not sure how that's going to work out, because I'm not a giant Mumford & Son fan. But uh, They're very good. They're so good. They're really not. Um, but I've seen the Stones. I think probably uh, the Killers were really good in Atlanta. It was just very loud, and that was not ideal. But yes, the Killers. How Mark, about the Dave Matthews band? I've seen Dave Matthews quite a bit. I saw yeah, them. I've seen them a lot. They were good. good. I think I've seen Dave Matthews in uh, Charlotte, Atlanta a couple of times, uh, Charleston a couple of times. Uh, I've seen them a lot. They're, I mean, it's solid. They're very good. Y'all seen Arct- or y'all have y'all heard of the Arctic Monkeys before? Yes. That was a good show. I saw them once. That was a really good show. You know, Corey Smith's about as country as I get. I went and saw Corey Smith I'm one not, time. You know, I, I feel like we should have a country discussion real quick because for all, too often we talk about rap, which y'all are incorrect about. 
Chasey is... Really, rap, uh, country has... It's just not good right now, and it hasn't been good in a long time. It's never been. You got to find the right country. There's good country out there. I promise you. Flatland Cavalry is good. I don't know how much y'all would like them, but I like them a lot. I don't. I Turnpike Troubadours are fantastic. Great live there's, show. There's too much uh, self pity in country. There is. It just it's just too much. Uh, that, that Chris Stapleton's all right. You know, Chris. Yeah, yeah, everyone loves good. Chris Stapleton. It's enough already. Pretty neat story. My wife, who's asleep in the back of the van, used to date a guy named Ricky Young, who is uh, opening up for Bubba Sparks these days. Now, so, Bubba Sparks would have qualified for an Athens band, even though he's not really from Athens. He's a Georgia fan, though. Oh, big yeah. deal. Yeah. So my wife used to date a celebrity. I don't know if that counts. Darius Rucker is great, too. I'll let it no. I love Darius. Darius Rucker is maybe one of the best artists of all time. I really, when I eat that steak from Bebo, it's going to be so good. <laughs> 24 ounce steak. You are never to discuss Darius Rucker or Hootie and the Blowfish again. They are not good. Hootie and the Blowfish is a great band. They're really bad. First of all, they've had two albums. That's it. I'm indifferent. I mean, I'm, I, I wouldn't put them on if I were bored. No, you wouldn't, because they're horrible. I didn't know they existed as a band until one of the first things Dean told me after getting the job was we don't talk about Hootie and the Blowfish. No. Nope. I would and go see Flog and Molly with you guys. Who what? Flog and Molly. Oh my. Dropkick stop. Murphy's. Stop. He's talking about the Irish bands. Stop it. Flogging Molly. Cut the shit. Molly's great. The Flogging Molly. Stop. Dude, man. open the door and jump it's inappropriate. out. Inappropriate. I'm proud of my Irish heritage. We have. Well, yeah, you're not the only <laughs> Irish person in the car. I love. You should love it too. I mean, it's just it's not it's, good music. It sounds like home. <laughs> have you ever been to Ireland? Does that, not does that yet. Does that sound not like yet. bacon like for Sign County? <laughs> does that sound like bacon? Yes, it does. Uh, I've got red cool. facial hair. Those are my people. I like the music. Again, you're not the only Irish. I like Everyone it. in the South is Irish. Hello. I, I, I got a little Scottish in me too. A little, a little bit of both. Oh, you're just claiming it all now. Well, huh? it's a Barry's French, but I don't. Really, I mean, I'm. Uh, oh, she too I don't good like admitting to, that. Too good to be French. <laughs> yeah. Well, they helped us win the Revolutionary War. That was hello. That was all great. That, I appreciate it. Let's guys. put on some French music. Why now? does oh. everyone? Let's, let's, hey, I want you to feel like you're at home, Matt. No. Oh, let's get the French up here singing. No. Oh, Irish pride. Irish pride, baby. <laughs> you just want to. If think I ever grow out this facial hair, it, it's a nice red. It's you know what I mean. You talk, talk a lot. Red. I still haven't seen you wrestle an alligator. Yeah, we that's why I was saying he's wrestling the tiger. Either. He's gonna warm up against against the tiger. I want to wrestle that bear like that M M M F C guy, UFC guy did with uh, the guy who just. Fought. I want to see you fight What's the UFC fight and just get punched one time. Yeah, just, wait, what? I can After take what? one punch, two. I don't know. I don't think you can take one. I could probably take one. One, to, one to the head, like if you're not guarded. No like, shot. You would get knocked out. Maybe man. a direct you would, hit. You would take but you straight to the hospital. I, 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 I'm, Dude, I'm a badass. Can. I could probably take one hit. Probably take one. Dude, hit. you just called yourself a badass after suggesting the flogging mollies. Listen, those are a bunch <laughs> of badasses right there. If you that give would be your, shot, that would be your walk-in music too, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. One you get so many booze. All your all your Irish brothers would throw be my beer side. cans at you. Connor would be on my side. He'd be cool with it. Maybe, uh, yeah. Anyway. Or maybe he'd be like, what the hell is this? Connor, Connor McGregor. You're talking about Connor McGregor? Yeah, he needs to practice a little more. He's trained a little bit more. He did kind of get his ass kicked, so. Did you watch did you buy that fight? No. No. 
No, we were working we, until we, 5 yeah, we were trying to work. <laughs> All my buddies bought it back home, but... Um, Back home in Macon or Forsyth? Uh, Forsyth. Or in Ireland. Forsyth. Or in Ireland. I, mean, I guess they've all moved down to Atlanta, I guess, now. But, yeah. The Forsyth, the Forsyth County folk. Forsyth. All right, we're going to check in again here soon. Just relax. Dylan's going to publish this, or I am, one of the two. And uh, we'll see what happens. The car ride diaries. See y'all.